0: The UPMC Sports Medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com/slash-central-pa-sports-med to learn more. Welcome to PA High School Football Report. Less than 24 hours before another week of postseason play. Nitty gritty time in PA football. I'm Eric Kepler alongside Dan Sostick. Pen Live signs the checks. Dan, how you doing, my man?
1: Uh, you know, I'm doing doing great. It's it's playoff time. So and it we we got our first snow of the year. It's it's really feeling like football season.
0: That's right. Only weeks to wait now until the PIAA championships at Posh Chapman Field on the campus of Cumberland Valley High School. You're gonna get a light show too, which is special. I don't know. <laughs> Red red lights, flashing lights. Yeah, who I mean, knows?
1: They need a they need a surgeon warning before uh, before that. I think Wilson's, Yeah,
0: Wilson's he, you need to throw in a little green there for Christmas. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go we're gonna go fast and furious this week, Dan, because there's a lot to do, a lot to get a hold of, uh, lots of titles on the line in all three other sports: uh field hockey, soccer, and volleyball this weekend. But first, we're gonna welcome in a special guest. He's certainly a known product around these parts. Uh, who just happens to have Twin Valley into the District 3-4-A for semifinals. Former Middletown head coach Brett Myers. Coach, thanks for helping us out. How are you doing this great, uh, this great day?
2: Oh, it's great to be here, e. We appreciate you having us. No problem at all. We
0: appreciate the time. Coach, obviously, let's get right into it. The Raiders, 74 overall. They're coming off a 43-29 victory over Milton Hershey in the quarterfinal round. Uh, can you rate the performance against the Spartans?
2: Yeah, I think uh you know, it's, it's an exciting time for us because, you know, we're we're continuing to improve. You know, a lot of times you get to week 13 and you kind of plateau. Well, you know, last Friday was probably our best game of the year, and we're showing a lot of growth there, and that's exciting, you know. So, you know, compared to where we were week one or week two, uh, there's a lot of improvement, and we're excited about that.
0: Obviously, the, uh, the quarterback position has been key for you guys this year. How has Evan progressed uh, during the season? I know we were talking about him early on uh taking over the reins and and kind of controlling the Raiders he's done a tremendous job so uh give the lad a rating
2: (laughs) yeah well you know he's uh he's doing a nice job uh he's doing you know we're putting a lot of pressure on him to make a lot of reads probably running a little bit more reads than we have in the past with the run game uh he's doing a really nice job with it and then uh you know throwing the ball he's done what he's done you know his whole life and that you know, he's a pretty accurate kid and understands when to throw it and when to run it. So he's doing a nice job.
0: Now I I know it's paramount to treat your son like any other player, mm-hmm. but it's got to be kind of cool as a as a dad to watch him out there, watch him mature during the season, watch him sort of guide guide the team uh, on this run into the postseason. I mean, as far as becoming a leader and all that stuff, it's got to be pretty cool on your end.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. And you know, it's. It's really interesting, you know, because we're a little bit no huddle and we have some signals and, and he's usually a step ahead of me on those things. You know, he's, uh, understands where I'm coming from, you know, when I'm losing my mind on the sideline and I'm signaling things that don't make sense, he usually makes pretty good sense out of it. So it's been really enjoyable and, you know, we're just really lucky, you know, to have a kid like that, that, that understands the head coach the way he does.
1: (laughs) Hey coach. Uh, so Obviously, you know you're you're familiar with the mid pen, and uh, you you went through a non mid pen season obviously this year, and now you're now uh, the way the bracket works, you're you're right back in the mix with these uh, these familiar foes, uh, and now you've got you've got a big one on on deck. Uh, what's it What's it been like kind of seeing these teams again after you know being away from the mid pen, and now higher le- higher leverage than you might have had in years past.
2: Yeah, I mean it's 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 fun. It's exciting seeing Coach Bogart last week was great. I haven't seen him, you know, in two years. And you know, we're standing at midfield and he's like, It's kinda of weird to see you here. And, you know, it's good to get back and see some guys and no different than this week, you know, getting down there and you know, back in Harrisburg and, you know, getting to see the coaches there and seeing some of these guys, it'll it'll be great. Yeah,
1: and we know we know the type of team McDevitt is uh, state runner ups last year. Um, and they've been running through a lot of competition recently. What are what are the some some of the things you guys are looking at as to how you guys can kind of slow down you know this this pretty dynamic attack and get your own offense going as well?
2: You know, we're, we're, in, in theory, we're playing an all-star team, right? Like they got people everywhere that everybody wants. Uh, you know, so it's it's just a great opportunity. You know, it's a great opportunity for our kids to you know pull together. I mean, I think somebody said that. Bishop McDevitt has, you know, sixty district wins, or is going for sixty. Twin Valley's had football for twenty six years, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it's it's you know McDevitt, you know, Middletown, Steel High, Harrisburg High, you know, the blue bloods. And then, you know, where we're at right now, we're just kind of the school down the turnpike, up up on the hill, you know. That that's you know how people recognize us as a field hockey school and things like that. So this is just a great opportunity for our kids to get on the field with a team like this and out and uh, measure ourselves.
0: We're talking with Middletown, I'm sorry, Twin Valley head coach, Brett Myers, former Middletown head coach. Coach, I know you faced, uh, your time in the mid pen, you faced a lot of pick your poison teams like McDevitt, uh, particularly yeah. in, in three straight PIWA championship rounds. So how do you, how do you attack a team like that? I mean, obviously don't, don't give me the whole lay down because you don't want to, you don't have to cat out of the bag here, but how do you attack a team like that? Who's got the versatility to kind of beat you in myriad ways?
2: Well, eventually you do have to pick your poison. You said it, uh, you know, but the other thing is you can't get too far from being yourself. You got this point because your kids are comfortable in what they do. And, you know, you just try to build towards that. I mean, you know, we keep talking about, you know, every day building upon something. So when that moment comes, you're prepared for it. Well, these guys have been building towards this since last January in the weight room. And, you know, that work putting in will we'll decide whether we're ready for this moment or not. So, yeah, we'll try to take certain things away, but it's a progressive time. You know, it's just building on top of each day and stacking days up of great work that, to get you to this point and then allow you to play at your best ability.
0: Now, this sort of goes with um, the first year of uh, the Super Conference, if you will, LL merger with Berks County. Do you feel uh, first? How do you think? Obviously, the 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 thirty seven team conference is. Uh, how was the first year? How did it go? And and do you th- do you feel like it's may have prepared you better uh, as a football team for this kind of matchup with McDevitt? Um, more so than maybe if you would had just simply a Burks schedule.
2: Yeah, you know, and you know, so I don't this is kind of normal to me, right? mid Penn is a, a super conference. Right. got, you know, all these sections. So when guys asked me earlier in the year, I told them, I, I don't really have an opinion, not really concerned. Uh, but when you look at Calico's success, when you look at e success, when you look at Garden Spot success, things like that, without a doubt, you know, I mean, Calico's, I, I don't know, 11-0. and 0, They're ranked in the state. You know, that gives us a, a chance to uh, kind of get ready where if we were playing some of the smaller Burke schools, you know, we wouldn't have been ready for this.
1: Yeah, coach, and you guys had a uh, you guys have a pretty young team. Feels like a lot of you know sophomores and juniors contributing at a high level. Obviously, Bishop McDevitt's got a sophomore quarterback. They've got they've got some you know veterans as well. What what kind of things in a playoff run with a young team do you kind of look for in terms of making sure they're at that you know level they need to be come playoff time?
2: First, I might have gave Kikaliko a little love. If I said Cacalico I meant Solanco. I don't want anybody coming back on me later. All right, so Solanco is ranked in the state. Sorry for anybody else. Um, but you know, it goes back to what we talked about. You got to focus on today. You know, you know, like I said, McDevitt's an all-star team. They're they're not our focus. We we can't worry about McDevitt. We got to we got to practice today at four o'clock, and we've got to see how we get better today. We've got to, you know, we can't worry about too many steps ahead. We got to worry about what we're doing today. And the faster a young group focuses on that, the faster they improve. And I think this group has done an unbelievable job. You know, we our leaders and Nick Harris and Mason Kettner, they've done a great job of keeping the younger kids in check a little bit of understanding. Like this is my senior year, and coach is saying we got to focus on today. We better focus on today. So it's been a uh, been really enjoyable that way. And that's kind of the. The, you know, our, our mantra is better today. And, you know, in the past, I've been accused of not even knowing Thanksgiving was coming up because we're focused on the day before. You know, so I've learned a little bit to know that Thanksgiving break is next week, but, but, you know, we just try to focus on today.
1: Did you guys think coming into this year, you know, first year with the program, did you guys think this was a possibility to kind of be here in the playoffs? Was it something you didn't really kind of put as a goal, but thought it was a pot like, you know, in the realm or? Is it was this was this where you envisioned you guys would be at the end of the year?
2: No, I mean our our kids, you know, we talked about goals and our kids set goals about just changing the changing the uh mindset or the culture of the football program, and they've done a great job with that. But you know, without talking too much about it, we did I did mention, you know, at different times during the year, there's no reason they're not playing in week thirteen or fourteen with the talent on the team and you know, don't get caught up too much on What's happening right now, or your playing time right now? Because it's going to be a long season.
0: Right, we're coming down the home stretch here with uh, Twin Valley head coach Brett Myers and coach. I, I don't want to rehash a terrible situation, but I know you spent eight years building not only not only a football program at Middletown, but expanding your professional career as well on the academic side. Uh, knowing that you have many friends and coaches and administrators still at, at Middletown, how difficult was it to to watch it from afar to basically see the season? you know, uh, stripped away there and 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 just sort of being an outsider looking in. But obviously, you've got, the, you know, you built a home there, basically, in Middletown.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, being the, our alma mater also and being proud of where you're from, it's it's a very difficult situation. And, you know, wouldn't second guess anything that happened there. You feel awful for the kids that had to go through it. You know, but it's it's tough seeing, you know, I think not too long ago, we celebrated 600 wins in hundred season. You know, for for them not to have a season, but you understand a decision had to be made, and looks like it was the right decision. And they're going to hopefully grow from it and move on from it, and you know, get back to uh, focus on what what makes Middletown Middletown. I'm going to go completely
0: the opposite direction here for the last question for you. What does Coach Myers do when the season is over? I mean, do you do you hunt big game, or do you go spelunking in Belize? I mean, what 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 is what? What do you do to wind down from the from the football season?
2: Yeah, I'm a pretty uh, adventurous type guy. Yeah, I do a lot of different things, and uh, most likely you'll find me in my basement watching college football reading a book.
0: <laughs> We're going to get you out surfing. That's yeah. yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coach, we certainly appreciate your time. Thank you so much uh, for joining Dan and I here for a couple minutes. Uh, best of luck to you this weekend. Twin Valley's had a heck of a season. Keep it rolling. and. Uh, Take on the Crusaders, all right? Without a
2: doubt, we're looking forward to being there. Thanks so much, Coach.
0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash CentralPA SportsMed to learn more. All right, we're back and ready to run down some picks, some team picks here. Concerning District 3 program, still competing in the postseason. Once again, thanks to Twin Valley head coach, Brett Myers. The Raiders go up against Bishop McDevitt Friday night in a District 3 for a semifinal. They've had a heck of a season here, uh, led by their young quarterback, Evan Myers. Yes, the coach's son. It's been interesting to watch, uh, watch him progress. But here's the plan for the rest of the way, Dan. Back and forth, we're going to go. Dan will start because it's always age before beauty. And we're going to select teams with the best chance, what we believe is the best chance to win a state title. Of course, we're going to explain why we made our decisions. Remember, these are teams we believe have the potential to win a state title from District 3. We're going to expand a little bit, go outside the mid-pen, because obviously, you know, every week we thin the herd. Yep. It gets to the fewer and fewer mid-pen squads. So District 3 programs. So we're going to draft them in that order. We're going to get three picks each. Dan's going to start. He's going to take one off the table. Go ahead, Mr. Sastic
1: I'm cheating off Mel Kuyper's uh, board, uh, looking at who he's got ranked number one. Uh, it's, it's a little ironic to do this after uh, who we has, have as a guest on this pod, but I'm going to go with uh, the Bishop McDevitt Crusaders, uh, number one. Just, you know, coming off an appearance last year uh, in the state championship game, they look like they're I think you can make an argument there, are improved this year as well. I mean, you got a sophomore quarterback instead of a freshman quarterback. The The mm-hmm. one difference is you lost you could lost guys like Ryan Russo, Mario Easterly, um, but they've done a really good job replacing those guys with Tyshawn Russell really emerging, Cade Werner being one of the best linebackers in the area, um, and you still have Riley Rebel, you still have Marquise Williams, you had Nick, Slo- Nick Slo- Slogic. Um, there's just so many weapons on that team. And I think they've got a pretty good uh pretty good runway to to make it back. Well, not back because it's the first year in Cumberland Valley, but I feel like they're they're the right pick here. Um I I'm looking forward to seeing Coach Myers' team uh, give him a give him a challenge, but I expect uh I I think McDevitt is the best bet out of district
0: three. It's interesting because Bishop McDevitt was my second pick, not first pick. But you're right, Dan. It's all it's really all lined up for McDevitt. If the Crusaders can go out past a team like Manup Central or LS, uh, the district final, again, don't want to put them past Twin Valley because I think Twin Valley can give, them, can give them some rough patches. But I, like you, it just seems to be too many weapons, and that's on both sides of the ball for Bishop McDevitt uh, for Twin Valley to win that game. Uh, but residing in the eastern half of the bracket is is the key here for McDevitt. There simply is not much resistance this season by way of District 1 or 12. Uh, that would put McDevitt back in, assuming they win District 3, back in the in the uh, state final. And it's, you're probably looking at a rematch with Aliquippa, I would think. That seems like the logical choice for Bishop McDevitt. My number one pick, though, if I had the first pick, would be Exeter Township, Class 5A. To me, Dan, I've seen it. I've been around the block. You know that. I, I You have to have something to sort of fall back on for me to win a state title. I've, obviously we've had really impressive rushing performances like last year. We watched but We just mentioned them and Tickway Hayes, Hayes uh, just putting on an absolute, expo- you know, exhibition as a freshman uh, and eventually winning for a player of the year. But in my opinion, you can't be one dimensional w- when you get to this point in the season, because sooner or later, either the opponent that you match up with or weather, forces teams to sort of adapt during 48 minutes of football. And you look at what quarterback Mason Rotelli has done, 70% of his passes he's completing. Running back Richie Kirsten is 7.6 yards per clip behind a really, really good offensive line there for Exeter Township. Penn State pledge, obviously, Joe Schlafer gets a lot of credit, and he should. He's a beast on both sides. 23.3 yards per catch with 10 touchdowns. And most people forget, too, all of that, they've only given up 125 points all season, and probably half of that came in garbage time. So the Eagles have the goods to beat, I believe, a cathedral prep team in the state semifinals. That would be in the western half of the bracket in 5A. And no offense to Whitfield champ Champ, uh, but they've beaten each other up all season. So if you're getting a fresh Exeter Township team uh, to, to get into the final, boy, whoo. I don't know. I I think, uh, you know, it's likely looking like Exeter to me. It's looking like Exeter versus Imhotep Charter in the final. Um, And that would be interesting. That would be an interesting matchup. So first pick for me would Exeter Township.
1: Isn't it fascinating how last year they were kind of the plucky underdogs who upset Governor Mifflin, and this year, you know, they're the hunted with the big Penn State recruit. Uh, I mean, last year was they're beating Nick Singleton, and we see what he's doing right now, so pretty funny reversal of fortune for exeter they're now got the targets squarely on their back um speaking of Penn State recruits I think this is a pretty obvious uh I almost picked them number one um, I'm going getting them at number three I'm happy they fell here is uh, why I'm missing you know uh cool. just a safe bet right there they've they've played in the last two uh championship games and they look just as good as ever 11 to0 um just beat hamburg 49-14. Uh, but th- obviously everyone, first thing they look at is uh, Javon Williams, the offensive tag, tack- offensive lineman who's headed to Penn state. They've got some other guys too. They've got Caleb Brewer. They got uh, on the offensive line who's recently picked up some division one offers too. They got really fun. Uh, uh, rushing attack with guys like Matthew Kramer. Uh, this is just a really difficult team to play against. And um, you know, we're going to see one of our favorite teams on the podcast, West Perry, I'll be I'll be up in uh, Wyoming on Saturday uh making more Taylor Swift jokes on Twitter uh uh <laughs> but uh, uh Westbury's going to I think the Westbury's going to give him a little early scare but Wyoming is going to handle handle business in all likelihood just because there's too much on that line and I think they're going to roll and get um get back to that district t- uh that state title game um and you know probably probably will uh might have an easier matchup than they've had in the last couple of years. So I'm going why I'm missing uh, with my uh, second pick.
0: Yes. Why I'm missing was my four. That put up number four, but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, strengthening what you said, Dan. The Spartans just do everything. Well, they, they really do. And, and even though that's a way different scheme than Bishop McDevitt, the teams remind me uh, of, you know, you've got these pockets of guys too that, Rarely get talked about, but that's what strengthens this team so much and makes them just so difficult. It's so much more than Javon Williams to talk about on this football team. Uh, I look at Danville as a team that could could give Wiles some fits here, likely in the second round. That's if they get by Loyal Sock. But I agree, if they if Y missing makes a pass there, I think North Schuylkill and Northwestern Lehigh won't be much of a matchup uh, for the Spartans there, too. So that would make them CV bound. So I agree with you. That's a great pick. My second round pick, I guess we're in the second round right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Steel High. I'm going to go with the 1A, uh, District 1A champs. I- I'm going to push the rollers past Winbur this week. Um, Northern Lehigh could be uh, could be a struggle for, for Steel High, though, next week. And I think that's who they're going to probably match up with. Remember Canton? uh is a team that could give steel high some fits too but you know when you when it comes down to it um the athleticism that steel high brings to the table allows them certain luxuries and it that luxury is maybe you don't need to be at your absolute best all the time to get the job done remember winning ugly is still winning Yep. So, uh, I think Steel High is a lot better equipped to win ugly this year uh, than maybe even in years past. And I could certainly see Steel High, Bishop Canavan in a rematch from earlier in the season. Uh, Dan, I think you were at that game uh, in Chambersburg, One of the- which was a crazy, crazy ending when Canavan spiked the ball. I, I, uh, was
1: in, I was in the press box with the Canavan coaches, and I've never seen adult males <laughs> more angry than the.
0: Five <laughs> yeah. But that could certainly be a, a rematch we'd see at Cumberland Valley. So that would be my second round pick, would be the Steel High Rollers. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good
1: pick. And they are, I I think you're always kind of looking for teams that are playing their best ball at the end of the year. And I, I had some questions early in the year about Steel High, cause, but yeah. it it was like, are they, are they a different team this year, or are they just playing tougher competition than we're used to them seeing at the start of the year? And it sure looks like it's the former because they're they're really rounding into form. Yep. Um, my th- uh, first pick of the third round, this was tough because I was looking at some six, A teams, but we're going most likely to win the title and St. Joe's prep is kind of looming there. And so I'm going to go with a team that I think has a little bit easier of a path. Um, and that is going to be, and this is, this is kind of a surprising one here, but I, I really like how they're playing right now. I really think they have a, a shot at, um you know, uh, Getting at least getting there, and I'm going with the Trinity Shamrocks. I've, I think that you know they're a team that is really, um, you know, really playing some good football right now. They've winning, winning the district three title after you know everything they've they went through to start the year, right? I think that, I think that says a lot. Um, and the talent, the young talent, is really starting to learn how to play. You mentioned how Y Missing does everything right. Jordan Hill. That week, they went up to Wyoming missing and lost. They were the first team this year to score in YI missing. Jordan Hill said, "I wanted to take them up there to show them this is how, this is how you win football games. This is a team that does everything right. We want to be like that. They are starting to play football like that. They're starting to beat really good teams. And I think the two A bracket is ripe for the taking. I think it's more ripe for the taking than the six A bracket. So um, if I'm playing my odds and I'm getting." You know, if, if this is a betting line, you get a trinity at like plus 600 or something, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sprinkling sprinkling a, little, uh, sprinkling a little dough on the shamrocks.
0: It's interesting because you took my pick. Really? You took my pick. And my question is, do, don't you really have to lean here? Don't you really, if we're talking about getting to the finals and having a shot to win the finals, I think you have to mention Trinity. Yeah. I think you have to. Um, you know, it, again, you, you're going to have to. If they, if they press the next two weeks, you're probably going to have to get through Mount Carmel to get there. That's going to be a mighty, mighty tall task, but you're looking on the opposite side too. probably a Westinghouse or a Farrell uh, are going to be on the opposite side in the championship round. Um, You know, and Trinity has that path. I mean, I I think you're right. I think the two way the, the path that they, you can see, you can see a path to get, Minimum to the state semifinals, in my opinion, and uh, and again and have that you know haymaker with either Mount Carmel or Southern Columbia. Maybe those two match up this week, uh to see who comes out of four. So it would be impressive. Mount Carmel obviously won in the regular season match against Southern Columbia. So yeah, I think you have to lean there. So that's an excellent pick. I went right back to six A, uh, and I think you were probably gonna you were probably thinking state college yourself. Ah uh, yes, I think the little lines are hanging out. Yes, they're on the same side with the Whipple champ. They're on the same side with the District Three champion. Um, but SC's a, again that versatility and the they're physical enough, I believe, to trip a North Allegheny uh, or otherwise whoever comes. And I I think they've already you know they've already taken down Harrisburg, who we believe is probably still uh, the perceived leader in the District Three race. You got four teams left there. Cougars have a tough one Friday night again at Central York. Um, but again, if Harrisburg would come through, State College has already played that fiddle and played it well, 20 to 6, not not too long ago, maybe about a month ago. So whatever happens, you're right. St. Joe's prep is probably lurking on the other side. But as far as getting a path to Cumberland Valley, I think I think State College is the right is the right choice. You could see that happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I was looking at the six A bracket and um kind of trying to pick those teams I'd lean state college just because you know how good they've been this year and how consistent they've been compared to compared to the other choices but my next pick I got to go with the other the other kind of uh low hanging fruit choice there which is harrisburg and the reason I'm going to go harrisburg is I I've said this about harrisburg before every game they play in the playoffs I think they have a chance to win I think they have a chance to lose doesn't matter who the opponent is I think this There's just a game script that these Harrisburg playoff games have, and they tend to be close games that come down to late execution. And I think Harrisburg were all kind of, you know, the flaws they have. They can compete with anyone, I think, on any any given day. Even St. Joe's Prep, I still think that State College matchup is a lot closer than that score indicated. They were missing Sean Lee. It was. Yes, I was there. It was. Yeah, so I just think that team has a chance. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're the favorites. And I think that, that St. Joe's prep matchup and that state college matchup are going to be difficult, which is why I went Trinity over them. Cause I think the Trinity matchups are a little more winnable, but I mean, with, with the talent they have with Terrell Reynolds, Kyle Williams, Sean Lee, the really solid offensive line. That's really impressed. I think they'll have a chance. I think they're going to have a shot. Now they have to beat central York this week, which is why I'm, little hesitant because I think they could lose to central York or they could beat St. Joe's prep. They just the type of team they are. So I'm going Harrisburg.
0: Yeah. That's my final round pick too, uh, Dan. I'm going to just piggyback on what you said about Harrisburg too. I think at times, I don't want to say we put too much pressure on Harrisburg to be ultra efficient at all, at all ends or, or, you know, they have to be under six penalties or whatever. I think there's almost like this unnatural sort of pressure because they're so athletic and because they're so talented um, and they can be physical up front and their defense just swarms, I think we sort of put uh, an A game on Harrisburg that may just not be there. Maybe turmoil, a little bit of turmoil is good for Harrisburg. You know, I think they've risen to the occasion time and time again when things just haven't gone well. And I think most have put – the onus on them not playing well, as opposed to maybe last week, a perfect example against Wilson, you know, as opposed to giving Wilson credit for making a few plays and sort of setting the tone early and making Harrisburg look a little off center. Um, instead, it was Harrisburg's not playing well, or, or this is a game they're going to type to lose.
1: And just, just to bounce off that, Cal Ever, when I talked to him post-game, he was thrilled with how Harrisburg played. Yeah. It was probably the happiest I've seen him all year. He was so proud of his guys. He said, "I'm much more proud that we handled a counterpunch and were able to because they took the lead, then Wilson retook the lead, then Harrisburg scored last. That that's what he was proud of. So I thought that was really interesting that he was he's really happy where the team is right
0: now. Absolutely, and that's the point. That's the point I was trying to make. I just think you know, and because they're and because they're winning these games with without playing a perfect 48 minutes. And we know that's not out there. Yeah. there. There's not a perfect 48 minutes out there, but I, you know Harrisburg is is a team that sort of thrives a little bit on chaos. Yeah. I think it's always been that way, and that's just their mo. And they're going to ride that all the way as far as they can. And and but as far as talent, as far as defensively, you're correct. This is a team that could absolutely show up and come to the valley. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that'll that'll do it, my man. <laughs> I appreciate the time. Again, we want to say thanks to uh, Twin Valley head coach Brett Myers, the former Middletown head guy, uh, for taking the time out. Uh, his Raiders play Bishop McDevitt on Friday night to continue in the District Three postseason. We got a championship game coming up. Why uh, missing on Saturday, Dan? You will be there, and uh, of course, we got a couple of PIAA subregionals we'll be checking out as well. Get out there and watch some football. Bundle up, getting cold. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for joining us. The UPMC Sports Medicine Experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more.